No, but really, that. my brain feels Me too. like heavy. Are you burning something through the? Oh whatever? my god, that's what I feel like. Are do we have? Are we carbon monoxide dying? <laughs> I feel fucking bonkers right now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm so excited because I get to yell at two people I love instead of one. Yasika and no, and Duanna and you. Oh no, me? Three, no, three, you, three you. Three. The whole table you get to yeah. yell at. Congrats. Merry and, Christmas. No, I was left out of that. Yeah, he's he spared. <laughs> okay, and you are. I am Sasha, and I am excited that the person to my left is Duanna, and I feel like you are going to now make us try to fight, and I am going to reject that notion. And this is What's Your Drama, our show about your drama, and sometimes we yell at you too. Hi, Duanna. <laughs> Welcome to What's Your Drama again. Hi. Thanks for having me. Well, you're thirsty to come on the show, let's face it. It's true. I like to scrap. <laughs> um, this is what you guys do here, and I, I'm always here for it. So the last time you gave us a hint, we recently all got together at the holiday party, and here's how you give hints about wanting to be on What's Your Drama. You'll be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, a few episodes ago when you guys were talking about that person. Wait, that's a hint? Yeah, those are hints, Duanna. But Duanna never hints. She just tells. No, she kind of, like, hints around the No, I drama. swear to you, that was not a hint. You, I will <laughs> delightedly come and be the guest star because I love being guest star. a guest star. Okay. We've never had a fucking guest star before, but I guess today Duanna has... Anointed herself as a fucking guest star. Welcome. Absolutely. What, what else are you going to call it? Person who's a friend who's on the podcast. I will dispute you on this because Kathleen, who was on the show last week, is the one who is openly thirsty. Like, when am I going to be on, guys? How about next week? And you are the opposite of that, but just as much thirst, just more subtle. I did do that, though, before I hung out here the last time, which I thoroughly enjoyed uh, at the end of your last season. Yes, and, and then, now you're doing it again. Yeah, Great. and then I figured I'd be here, so I wasn't I wasn't feeling quite as much thirst as you may have expected. All right. Well, can All I right. have a bit of your thank th you guest star? Yes, though. guest star. <laughs> now that you're here, yeah, it's very glamorous. I'm sitting in a different <laughs> kitchen chair than I usually do. You just called yourself a guest star. Don't play that down. What you own else it. Are you gonna call it again? Duanna <laughs> is joining us for the podcast, not guest star. Or guest star, Duanna. So guest star. Uh huh. I have to talk to both of you. Lainey, you're an only child, but Duanna, you are have a sibling, a sister, like yeah. I do. And so I'm really weirded out, and I know this is obviously, like, I always gripe about social media and stuff. But lately, I've been seeing a lot of, um, like, sister-hugging, sister, like, basically, like, mashing vaginas on Instagram. And, like, the latest one is Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner. Uh, like Diddy's party. They're taking like very sexy pictures together. And I'm just wondering, like we'll post this on the intro of the podcast. 
But would you ever do you, are you sexy in pictures with your sister? Well, I'm never. I want to react to this photo, but I want you to take away the the Wi-Fi offer. Oh, there. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, there keep on coming up. <laughs> I mean, no, but like would you touch your sister's bum in a picture and no. pout? No, we can barely be in a frame together. It's not a thing that is done. I just don't know. You you have no sibling to understand, but do you how about with your girlfriends? Do you take like really sexy, handsy pictures have with you your girlfriends? <laughs> Fuck no. Duanna and I for some had to find a photo of ourselves together um a few months ago and we don't have we have th- Oh, I remember it was from like 2013. Yeah, or we had to scroll right? back to my wedding. <laughs> oh yeah, your wedding. In 15 and even then we had to crop her husband out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bye. Um, it's in 15 years, we've taken maybe three photos together. I do not take pictures with you people. Well, no, that's actually a lie. Cause I just had a picture of us at the, um, yeah, you dinner. made us take it, but like, I never think to like pull out my phone, Sasha, because I'm trying to uh, uh, be connected and present. Oh, yeah. eat shit. Well, this is, no, but this is why you and Kathleen are great because you then commemorate uh, social occasions and I can be like, wow, I was there. Look, and just do a that's true. Do a little takeoff. I like to. I'm the laziest. But we weren't mashing tits in that photo. No, that's the thing. Do you? I guess I'm just like, why? Do I not have? Like, I consider myself super close with my sister. I know you're super close with your sister, but not enough to be like all gropy. I don't get the gropiness. Is that for other people's fantasies? Well, Is that you, what they're doing it for? You've picked that example where they're like they are tapping into a little bit of a, you know. Playboy used to have twin features. Well, that's another fucking, well, yes. I, that's their fucking, that's what they're tapping into. Yeah. Don't like, you if you're saying, yeah, is incest a low-key fetish? Sure. Like, yeah, people want to believe that all the time. That also, the only time I watched an extended scene of their actual TV show, they were, like, bringing toilet paper into the kitchen so they could smell each other's vagges. Like That's fucking crazy to I me. I think they're an exception in all the ways. Okay, but I... I don't consider that, is, that was one of the clips. That was an extended clip. It's her favorite one. She's like <laughs> never. Yeah, it's the only one that I can remember actually watching. Okay, but that is not posing with open mouths and mashing tits together. Like that is actually I would understand the smelling vag thing because you're growing up together. It your body's being weird. Hey, have you ever had fucking this funk come out of you? Sure. That is not this photo. You know, when I did take those photos, if I'm being super honest, like that feels like super drunk second year university. Like, oh, we're so sexy. Look at us. Ha 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 ha. Let's all drink a whole bunch more hard cider. With right. your friends. Not with, with your sister. No, never with my sister. This is the weirdo but part about it. But I don't think they it. have friends, right? Like they, that's part of the point of that clan uh, is okay, that they are point. each other's sorority, whatever. That's actually an interesting don't they have point. Friends? I don't think they have close friends. How could you really? Well, wasn't the friend who cheated on one of the sisters? Wasn't that the Jordan? Friend? But they would take pictures like that too. But they have like one. They only have like one extended outside family member friend. Each sister only has one friend. It seems like that. Got I it. don't know who. Like maybe at the most, right? And they're each other's. We're friends because we are and were colleagues. Like they are each other's colleagues and sisters and friends. Like, yeah, it's not like any of them have friends from college that are dropping in for a weekend. That's true. They don't have friends. Oh, well, I don't know. None of us are experts on this. What do you mean? On friends? No, on fucking Kardashians. No, we're not. Because I do. There's, there are some names that come up. Um, like, um, 
Chloe has a friend. The Kamika or Tamika or something, right? I forget her name. Yeah. Okay. I guess you're, to your point, it's one. It's friend. one. It's one. And yeah, Kim. And who's Kim's? A, Kim. Um, Jonathan something. Kanye. Oh, Kanye yeah. is Johnny, her friend. Jonathan C H E B E N. Cheapen. Cheapen. Yeah. I don't know if that's it. But yeah, you're right. So there you go. Everybody you, has one friend. Yeah. Okay. They don't have friends, plural. So that by default, their siblings are, and also kind of their sex partners too. I guess so. Like, I think that the feature photo to this podcast should be all of us um, posing, I'll put my hand on your ass, Ash, <laughs> and you and I can be tit to tit. <laughs> Your tits are going to be like a foot below. <laughs> Fuck oh, you. Oh, I know why. Oh, oh you. But okay. wait, let me clarify. Because she's shorter or her tits are saggy? It Which one just, are you saying? Because I'm shorter, I think. <laughs> well, let's clarify. She's shorter. Let's talk about Duana's favorite topic, height. <laughs> Fuck that. No, thank you. Moving on. I don't know why stating facts is getting me in trouble. Fine. Let's get to your drama out there yeah. so we can tell you about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm reading this week. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. I need your help. I met a guy at a bar with a name that I had never heard in my life. Oh. Is, I saved this one for you. I saved this one for you. Um, I asked him his name twice, but I, I'm dumb and totally forgot it. We have now been texting and hanging out for a few weeks, and I'm still not 100% sure how to pronounce his name. I obviously know how to spell it, but I think I'm past the point where I can ask him how to say his name correctly. I am so embarrassed. I've Googled how to pronounce it, and I've gotten several different pronunciations from the internet. How do I fix this? Help. And this is what's so fucking annoying. She didn't fucking write the person's name out. Right. Okay. So... This is where your, this is your wheelhouse. So how does one go about figuring out how to pronounce someone's name? This is her wheelhouse. Can you, what are you doing? What, can you? We're actually recording you, a show. Written, but not pronounced. What are you doing? <laughs> Retreat. <laughs> I think. <laughs> can you go to the basement? Oh my God. <laughs> Duana, this is your wheelhouse. <laughs> okay, so what's interesting is it seems like these guys are just texting. Like, it doesn't seem like they are meeting up anytime soon. Am I wrong? She says, been texting and hanging out for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, listen, I have gotten away with lots of times hanging out with people. Like, pretty much 90% of the people I work with, I absolutely do not know their first names. And I can get around it pretty easily. <laughs> Sorry, how do you manage that? Let's. let's Hi, how's this. it going? See ya. How's and your then, day going? <laughs> Hiya. Bye. Have a good weekend. Don't know your fucking name. So what happens when you say, "Oh, I gave that piece to so and so in in that department"? That's how I did it. <laughs> That's exactly how I did it. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I mean. I think the the easiest method here is to put your mistake on somebody else, right? So as, you know, you're talking to the waiter or ideally going to a place where they write your name on your cup or whatnot, you say, do people usually mispronounce your name? Right. Um, and wait and see what he says. He might also say, as I often say, you know what? I answer to so many pronunciations. So whether it's this or that or whatever, like half my brain is just circling around looking for what the name might be, of course. 
Um, but yeah, make it somebody else's problem. Or what's a thing that you tell people when you don't want to coach them through pronouncing your name and oh, see what okay. he has to say? Okay. I run, I'm like, I want to know his name. I want to know his name too. I mean, I don't think we would say it out loud. But. No, but still, I would like to get a, a gauge of how difficult it is, especially because she knows how to spell it. And how is it like you Google it and there are so many different ways to say it? She said Google, there were. Yeah, I want to Google Yasik's name and see if there are like 18 ways to say it. I mean, I'll be quite honest. I know the spelling of his last name. I don't know how to really say it. Who's Yasik's? <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, you would never have to. It's not a first name. I know, but still, yeah. it's a name no less that I know all the letters that go in the same order. I mean, for me, <laughs> for me, I would be, if we're trying, I love your, um, I love your angle of how to do that. I think another way is like, can you just get drunk and say, and like eventually just be like, I actually have no idea how to say your name properly. Couldn't you just be honest and it be like a, like a shit and giggle kind of funny moment? Or is that like, if someone didn't know how, I just don't know how, like, a, or is that really a, that offensive? I think the, like, I don't know is for some reason feels more offensive than somebody saying it wrong. For example, how many people call you Sasha? All Americans. Right. Um, or we have a friend called Lara, of course. And every time I meet a colleague I know whose name is spelled the same way, L-A-R-A, She's like, oh, it's Lara. Lara, right. And of course, I pronounce it wrong because I'm conditioned to say Lara. So I don't think it's necessarily the weirdest, most wacky name. It just might be one of those, like, binary choices. I just somehow think it's better to just choose one, go with it until you're corrected, if you can't otherwise pull the Starbucks trick. Right. I like your suggestion, Sasha, like, just getting drunk and putting it out there. Like, yeah. it might be funny. It might be one of those, like bonding moments like that's how we met and we fell in love because I didn't know how to pronounce his name that's <laughs> I will say though if she's asking I guess she's gotten to know him well enough to know that maybe that might not fly with the sense of humor you have to gauge right what some people consider funny and what what some people would what their threshold for that kind of shit is yeah and by the same token, I would say that if it is any kind of unusual name, then he's run into this before. This is not the first person who has chosen a weird pronunciation for his name or not, you know? Like, he should be fairly okay about it, but who knows? You're right. Maybe if that was the case, they would have already gotten to it by now. I assume you she's not fuck? like… Well, no, but I mean, I assume that, yeah, if they're hanging out in a way that is kind of intimate, either actually or figuratively, that you would have said his name, like, when he's inside her? Not necessarily. Where, not, what's but the like sex at some thing? Point. Why are they always just having sex <laughs> in your mind? Because <laughs> in my mind, like, when I'm with Yasek, yeah, I never say his name to him. Right. You're not like… You mean you? Yes. It's, can you? It's like hey, or right. like, what are you doing? Or right, nickname. Right. So, to me, when do you say a person's name when you're with them? In a crowd. That like to your point, you say it when you're like, in a. So my husband has the world's most common name. Mm -hmm. It's Mike, which is why. He, his friends refer to him by his last name. And if I need to get his attention in a noisy room or a crowd, you say I his say name. his last name. 
not because I use that nickname necessarily, but because he's totally deconditioned to listen for Mike in a crowd. So I guess that's your answer. That's when you say somebody's name. Okay, that's the, what is, who is our letter writer? Does she have an initial She didn't or anything? write her anything. That's the other thing. Lose him in a crowd. Yeah, and then kind of call him. Hey, Rolf. Uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. Why? <laughs> this is another example where, oh my God, her name column and fucking some of the names that she recommends and I will yell at her. Like, no. But the point is, I'm trying to think of a name that could conceivably be pronounced sure. a number of different ways. Yeah. yeah. Lose him in a crowd. Yell about it. He's either going to correct you or he's not. And then you continue on as though... It's all good. Yeah. Or, so there's or, a t- or. Wait, I have one or. I have an or. Okay. I wonder if it's the same or. The first thing I'll say is Corey has said my name, Sasha, maybe six times in our whole entire life. There. He does not ever call me my full name. And when he does, it's so jarring and weird. Like I fucking, it, it makes, I love my name. Sash? We have like a, a plethora of okay. nicknames. Okay. So when he calls me Sasha, it's usually like when he's mad at me or like, yes, in a room, like trying to get my fucking attention. But literally, it's the weirdest thing when he says it. It's actually, okay. he's like ruined my name for me. The other thing, though, I'd like to just point out is what I make Corey do a lot of the time because, again, I really don't know a lot of people's names. It's just because I'm stupid. It's not because I'm like, like whatever. It's just I don't retain that sort of stuff. I will say to him, I'll pull him over and be like, I'm going to, this person's going to come over. You make the first, like, you put out your hand first and you introduce yourself so that they tell you their name. And I'm just pretending like I don't know what's going on so that he, will say, hey, I'm Corey, and then that other person has to say their fucking name. Oh, does Corey comply? Yes. Okay. Because I grab him and I hold his fucking (laughs) arm and say, go do this right now or it's going to be fucking really embarrassing for me. So that's another thing, right? You get your friend to come and make that introduction and you pretend like, oh my God, this is happening so fast. I don't know what to do. And they make the meeting. That's a great trick at a party. You yes. do the half intro, right? You yes. say, oh, hey, I really want yes. you to meet my friend Sasha. Yes. And then you put your hand out and he says, hi, I'm Jorge. And perfect job yes. done. <laughs> or that get him saying? to make a reservation. Ooh. If you're making plans, I don't know, wherever you're going to go, get him to make the reservation. Then you show up together and he's like, hey, reservation for two under Jorge. <laughs> I usually give my last name in a reservation, though. Do you say... I Laney step, for two. Uh, no, I mean, if you're doing open table, it's like first name, last name. Oh, you okay, then you yes. Go, then when you show up, it's, hi, we have a reservation note, and then I say my name. Okay. Right? Wow, we've given her lots of options, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Good. And also, like, can you tell us the name? Yeah, send us a note. So oh, that can at we least go back to the sex thing? Yes, okay. of course. My whole, what I was trying to envision is, like, do, you know in movies or whatever, shitty books, they call out the person's name when they're fucking. But you can't do that. Can't. No, no, no. I'm saying now I just want to know anecdotally with you guys, do you think people actually do that? No. Oh, Jorge, that feels so good. <laughs> no, I absolutely no. not. I unless know. You're, unless, okay, but so why do they put unless it in you're a Kardashian or whatever? Unless you're a Kardashian and have seen it in movies and then you know, oh, I'm supposed to say a person's name to make it more erotic. But, but no one else not. is saying There's that. nothing less erotic Ugh. in those moments than like a human name. Giving you your like birth it's, name. It's, <laughs> this is what I mean. You know, I read all kinds of dirty books. Yeah, yeah, And that's a thing in the books. Yeah. Which is, I don't think is realistic. If I were to ever write a horny book, you're like in a sex oh, scene. Oh, I would hate to say the person's name. Well, oh. This is what I'm saying. When I write the sex scene in this book, 
that is not something I'm going to do. Ever. Right. right. Good. You can talk, be like, oh, fucking stick it in and, you know, harder, faster, whatever. Right. But it's never going to be like, hey, Jorge, Tom. Harder. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think. Right? That, yeah. I think they almost Agreed. do it so that it doesn't look like it was just copy and pasted from the last horny book, maybe. <laughs> like, in order to make it look different or to distinguish from, I don't know, some other porn scene. But yeah, no, it's terrible. Nobody would ever do Ugh. that. Nobody would ever say somebody's name out loud. Right. That is like a total. I agree. So writers or and scene writers and whatever, stop doing that. It's yeah. not realistic. At least in our, in the experience of the three people sitting at this table. Agreed. But I admit. Also, yes. Can can everybody listening? Can you let us know if you call out names during uh, sex? Yeah, so that we yeah. can tell you you're fucking weird. <laughs> All right, let's move on. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Next question Sasha and Lainey. This isn't necessarily a drama, but it's more of a I need your opinion kind of thing. And I know both of you love hate. Uh, social media. That would be correct. I have had probably about five. Okay. I have had probably about five serious boyfriends over the course of my life. And while they have all left an impact, there is a particular one that did and will always leave a stain. Nothing particularly bad happened when, uh, sorry, nothing particularly, (coughs) bless you. Nothing particularly bad happened. We just grew apart after four years. And while it wasn't a good breakup, we don't hate each other or anything. We live in the same city, but we have never run into each other. I don't love or pine for him, but he does pop into my mind and I wonder how he's doing. So of course I've gone on his Instagram account sneakily to see what he... So of course I've gone on his Instagram account sneakily to see what he's been up to. Again, nothing comes up, but I'm curious. And to be honest, I check it a lot. I also check out his wife's Instagram too. I should be clear that we do not follow each other. So I'm wondering how creepy I'm being on a scale from one to 10. Sometimes I have to stop myself and think, what the fuck am I doing? Would love your insight into this. Thank you, Veronica. This is not my real name. Okay, so we are free to call Veronica, Veronica. Okay. That seems straightforward. Yep. Is Veronica like a human? (laughs) I mean, uh, this is like what you're supposed to do. Yes. (laughs) This is what Instagram was made for. This is what social media was. Yes. Like I never had Facebook, but I imagine if I did, that's fucking all I would do. Is look up look people. at people in your past. Yeah, exactly, that is why it was created. Do you, is this like something that she should feel wrong or creepy for doing? The only thing that stuck out to me was the phrase when she says, "You know, I look a lot, but nothing comes up." And I'm like, "Well, what would come up? Like, do you mean nothing life changing? Like he's doing some dramatic thing that you would file away? Like, clearly, you're you're." Getting the info about, I don't know, they went to the pumpkin patch or whatever. (laughs) So I think sometimes, you know, we've all been there, right? You've stalked people and you're sort of like, well, what are you looking for precisely? That's actually a really interesting question because I've definitely looked at past boyfriends and even their partners. And I think I'm just looking for more of a story. Like I like, like this feels very Duana that I just said that. But like I like knowing, like I like creating like, oh, they're happy or they're like maybe unhappy or these are their kids. And like I like to see the life. Um, that's why I'm doing it. I'm not doing it necessarily to judge, even though I have. But most for the most part, I'm just like curious about how people are living after they lived with me. Yeah, I totally get that. And like it, it, I do it yesterday. This is 
deep weird yesterday. The name of a junior high friend like just popped yeah. fully formed into my head. <laughs> Punched in Google. Dude is a PhD uh, working in like human rights. Like I'm like, wow, fascinating. Yeah. Good for you. It it nets you some good like serotonin like brain jingles sometimes. But I do wonder what she's going back for over and over again. Mm. Um, if it's, if he's married, if it's whatever, is it just like waiting for the kid to drop or waiting for some other thing that you thought was going to happen? That would be my only curiosity. Mm. And is it the only person you're looking at? Like if this is part of your social media diet, it is what it is kind of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You guys both just made me feel like, well, I mean, as usual, so you create a story, like you're actually curious about the details? Yes, yeah. Because I don't care about the details. I just want to see how bad they look. <laughs> and that, that's what I mean. I can be petty sometimes. I actually yeah. looked at um, a past boyfriend's uh, wife, hoping that there was going to be a story. And it was so fucking goddamn boring that I was like, oh, like I was actually mad. I was like, I don't fucking want to come back to this anymore because you're so boring. And it bothered me. Like, I wanted some action. I guess you just hit on something. So, like, if you keep doing it regularly, as Duanna said, if this is Veronica's diet, yeah. where, I don't know, it's once a week, once every other day, and whatnot, maybe that is a thing. Because when I do my casual checks on exes or people I used to work with or whatnot, it's not that regular. It's usually on a Friday night, I'm waiting for something to load Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've just downloaded something and it's going to take three minutes and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll just look up that dude. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. But that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be probably, I don't know, three times a year, let's call it. Yeah. But hers seems regular, yeah? It seems like it. Or she's getting something from it. Like, that's the thing. Usually they're so boring or the pictures haven't updated and you're like, who cares? What are you doing for me? (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Well, it's true. That's what you're saying, right? Which is like, she says nothing's coming up, but she's still going back. Mm-hmm. So what are you waiting for? Obviously, there's nothing like, I, I don't know what the purpose would be if it's if it's no. not if it's not giving you any tingles downstairs. I'll be super honest. I used to do that with one specific person because it used to change so often. Like there was always a new girlfriend and then she would be mm. out of the pictures and I'd be like, what's happening? Yeah, like, that's what a story. It's a full story. Yeah. And I would be like riding along and kind of smugging along like, yeah, yeah, you're alone. <laughs> Not healthy. Yeah. But yeah, I, I wonder if she is subconsciously waiting for some sort of thing to happen. Mm. So you, well, Veronica has to answer that question. We can't. No. Like we're just giving you context. How, for what reasons are you checking? Yeah. And how often and what are you looking for? And is it, are you just bored? If you're just bored, then that's fine. But if, yeah, as Duana Lady said, if you're looking for something, you've got to figure out what you're maybe waiting for. Yeah. You know what? And if you took the time to write to us. Yeah. And it's on your mind. Right. Ding, mm. ding, 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 ding. Oh. Yeah. She just cracked that fucking code. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so Veronica. So. Too bad. No. <laughs> There's something up with you. Figure it out. No. Not <laughs> like that. Um, no, she just wanted our opinion. Yes, our opinion is if we were to analyze you from this distance with this message, my opinion, hi, I'm Lainey, mm-hmm. my opinion is you're you're still into this or you're looking for something. It's not super just whatever. It's not like on the level of where I'm looking up someone to see how bad they look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. or good. And then it just pisses me off. But keep us updated. Like do, you know, ask the question that has both been posed by Lainey and Duanna and then let us know. Keep us posted. Okay. Do you have anything more to say, Do No, I'm okay. good. <laughs> okay, last question. Hey, ladies, celebrity smut gossip is a hidden passion of mine. So I was glad to see that I wasn't alone when I found the site a long time ago. Um, anyway, let's get to my problem. I'm 28 years old and a virgin. This is something that has caused me quite a bit of anxiety as I've gotten older. I actually had my first anxiety attack three years ago because I started talking to a guy and the thought of getting intimate freaked me the fuck out. I've since been to therapy to learn ways to handle my anxiety, so I've gotten a lot better with dealing with it all. I consider myself an attractive girl with a good personality, and every time I've confided in someone about my V-bomb, they are always so shocked. I'm the type of girl who can hang out with a lot of guys, and I'm totally fine. I'm often the only girl at happy hours and functions, but I'm not actually attracted to any of my current friends or coworkers, so there isn't that issue. As soon as I... As soon as I see a guy who I think, wow, he's cute, I would date him, it's like this actual switch in my brain, I can't even function like a normal human being anymore. Before the switch, I am bubbly and funny and tend to get along well with people. After the switch, I get extremely nervous and flustered and tend to go to the root of acting like completely uninterested because God forbid they knew I was, and so they end up thinking I'm a cold bitch. I sometimes can't even talk to them because I'm so nervous, so I just go silent and I don't, th- I don't go there because I'll embarrass myself. I think I really struggle with the thought of rejection and also the thought of having to eventually tell them I'm a virgin, so I don't even put myself out there. What also held me back is that I'm a perfectionist, and I know everyone's first time isn't great, but most people get it out of the way when they're in their teens. I'm now in my late 20s, so everyone's been banging for decades, and here I am, never having entered the race before. I guess I'm just looking for advice on how to keep my cool around attractive guys and ways to flirt, because I have no idea. Also, if when, I should drop the V-bomb. N. And I'll have to say, I've gotten like three virginity questions lately. So that's why I was like, we got to put this one in the mix, even though we've answered V-bomb questions before. But clearly there's a V-bomb epidemic on our hands, which makes me think you're not alone. Well, yeah. And I think um, I've read questions like this in other columns. Mm. So I think you're right. I think that uh, there are a lot of people who are thinking about this in a in a really like in a way that is occupying a lot mm. of their thoughts, right? Yeah. Which which I feel bad about because it is one of those things that both is a big deal but also really isn't. Agreed? I mm-hmm. agree. Yeah. And why do you think that though? Cuz that's why I think people can't wrap their mind around it cuz it's like how do you how can it be a big deal but at the same time not be a big deal? I think because I remember talking about this, uh, oddly enough, with with Kathleen somewhere along the way. Before you have sex, you think there's something that you don't know. Mm. You see the movies and you see the, like you read the books and whatnot, but you think that maybe you won't know that you have to like move your baby finger in this one particular way <laughs> or that yeah. everybody's ears twitch or something yeah. And, yeah. and you won't know to do that thing. And the sad truth about sex is that it's super sexy like because of the stuff going on around it, but the body motions and the whatnot are like kind of elementary. True? Yeah. Uh, sex is the easiest thing to do. It's the yeah. things, the accoutrements that are actually more – uh, like you need more expertise for. When I, it feels like that's half of what her letter is getting at, mm-hmm. right? That as soon as the idea of it hits like her subconscious, then she shuts down all the, all the flirty, sexy muscles or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also think that it's a little bit, at, at a certain point, I, I think 
given how this reads to me, at a certain point, um, now it's just a preoccupation. It's a whole thing that you've made it part of your identity. Yeah. And so to your point where it is a big deal and it isn't a big deal, it isn't really. Like, it's a construct, some some people would argue. Virginity is a construct. Yeah. Yes. So, well, we're calling V-bombs here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's a construct. It's a construct, as, you know, some people would argue, and you just confirmed, you clearly believe it's a con- construct, Joanna? As a, as, a, as a passage from, like, one part of life to yeah. another. Yeah. Exactly. And I also think that it's been heavily romanticized, that there's some, like, threshold that once it happens – you walk into another room and I, I, we're all here <laughs> to tell you that it's the same, same fucking, fucking room. room. Totally. So, totally. So there's that. And given all the whatever social values or whatever attached to it, I think that now you've made it part of your identity and it's like, but nobody knows. Nobody knows. Like, it's not like a letter that's on you. Not at all. No, I agree with that. What do you think, Sash? Well, I mean, I agree with you guys. I think at some point you just have to pull the plug. And and, and I do, I appreciate V because she's doing the work. She's gone to therapist to like figure this out. And I don't want to be like, it's as simple as letting go and just fucking like going for it. But it kind of is like at some point you're going to have to connect with someone and um, do the fucking deed. And as you said, it's really not that complicated. You literally just fucking lay on your back the first time and have it go down and it's fucking over. Like you do kind of have to pull it off like a Band-Aid, especially when you're getting into your late 20s, right? Like that's the advice that you see most of the time is like you 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 can't continue to like think about it because you'll be fucking 45 and still scared to do it. Like you have to pull the plug at some point. And the other thing too is, as you've said, Lainey, is no one else is knowing what's going on in your mind. So I think that the idea of you thinking that you're a fucking bitch and that you're being cold, that you need to let go of too, because this is all, these are all just like fucking barriers in the way of getting to what you need to get to. Yeah. And I think part of her question seems to be about closing that gap. Right. Mm-hmm. If you and I are sitting at a bar and I would just like to go ahead and get it done because Sasha and Lainey said so, how do I close that gap between we're kind of talking and I we're going to be sweaty somewhere in a couple hours? Mm-hmm. And it's it's sort of not that rocket science-y either. Mm-hmm. It's like hang around more. Like yeah. leave some gaps in between your conversations. Uh, you know, I once read something about how to get a guy to kiss you when you're both dating and you know it's going to happen mm. and like, but it's taking forever and yeah. everybody's nervous. And the answer is like, just stop talking. Totally. You just stop talking and look at that person and they kind of get the clue. They absolutely get the clue. But it's so dumb because it feels like it should be more sophisticated or like there's some code. It's not, there's no code. Mm. And I just want to point out, too, that the other thing in her letter that stuck out is even people who have been, what did she say, who have been getting down for a decade? decade. Yeah. Yeah. They're not better at it. Like, <laughs> it's true. It's true. I think we can all say that uh, even however far along into your sexual life, you can run into people who are not good at it. I find there's a lot of people out there who have fucked a whole slew of people and they're so sloppy and shitty because they've fucked so many people that they don't put the effort in. Like I've found like total people who have fucked everybody and they suck at sex. 
And some people are great. And some people are great, but I'm just saying, like, it doesn't it doesn't mean just because they've been banging for decades that everyone is miles ahead of you. They're probably at least a good handful of them are starting at the same place that you are. It's not like a push-up contest. Totally, like totally, totally. But do you think that, the more I think about this, do you think that this could be um, a metaphor for something? Like, this person, what's her name? V. Uh, v is clearly very self-aware. Mm-hmm. Like, v, the, the email that she sent mm-hmm. almost reads like a profile of self. Mm. I am a, a person who's this. I have done this. I have gone therapy, and now we're literally talking about virginity as a barrier. And I wonder if the virginity is an actual psychological barrier. Like, what else is bothering you? Mm. Like, and, and so you've been to therapy. You've been to therapy to understand your either issues of intimacy or the anxiety around it. Anxiety around it. Mm-hmm. But have you been to therapy to like dig a little deeper in terms of? whether or not there's actually a barrier to you wanting to be intimate. Is it a past trauma? Is it a bad memory? Is it, what are you afraid of? Are you actually afraid of the act or is it something more? And I would piggyback on that now that you've brought it up to say, maybe do some digging and reading around You know, we're taking as a given that you want to have sex, but it's true that you keep talking about uh, virginity and not about, like, I'm kind of super horny. Mm. Um, Dig around demisexual communities, asexual communities. See if anything rings true to you. You do not have to have sex. Lots of people don't. Lots of people feel like sexy people who don't actually do physical acts that have to do with that. You can have a sexy brain. There can be a million things. You don't have to do this if the hurdle, whatever the hurdle is, is just actually something that you don't want to do. That's a really great yeah, point. Yeah, that is a really good that's, point. And that's a that's a really nice pickup too on, you know, that is what I was hitting against, right? That whether or not the actual physical barrier for lack of a better barrier of virginity is actually a barrier to something else that we haven't peeled back the layer of who you are Mm. and what emotional or psychological or whatever thing that you haven't unearthed about yourself is, is there. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but this might just be a symptom Mm -hmm. of something else that is, you need to discover about yourself before you can go ahead and literally, as Sasha said earlier, rip off that bandaid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Keep us posted. I also feel like sometimes you, with this, you like to give people sexy time fucking recommendations. Do you have a new something? Well, I don't know. With V, I mean, this but is maybe that could interesting. Be, but that could be like a nice, because sometimes you're not, if you're in this kind of vortex of virginity and you're not talking to other people because you're ashamed of it, you're not maybe looking for the right outlets that could like maybe lessen the blow of it all, right? Like you always have really good suggestions about what people can like slowly sidestep into their, into their porn life, right? Just to like, yeah. And maybe that would then confirm sort of what Duanna was saying, right? Like, oh, this isn't something that is maybe what I want to do right now, right? Well, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I'm really interested, as you said, like Duanna, you were like, yeah, are you, are you horny? Yeah. You know, in that moment, I want to know what happens. Because typically we get those emails too when that, well, I, yeah. I wonder what, the, what happens. If you're in a bar, you're talking to somebody, yeah. as she said, right, the moment that that person expresses interest, there's a wall that goes up. Shut down. Mm. A shutdown. But up to that point, are you 
you know, are the pheromones being exchanged, yeah. right? What's the chemistry that's going on? Yeah. I, 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 like, I, I feel like maybe if you are sort of drilling down into who you are, pay attention to your own physical cues. What are you thinking? Are you flush? Yeah. Are you sweaty? Do you instinctively, I mean, here we go back to tropes in romance novels. Do you instinctively start rubbing your legs together? Are you clenching? Yeah. You know, that is, look, listen, you're judging me because yes, you read high classier shit. She's directing Duanna, this to Duanna. Thank you. <laughs> here's how it goes. The, the girl in the books will always be like, oh, and the way he looked at me made me squeeze my legs together. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what your own physical cues are, V. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. And of course, the other sort of side of this is that I wonder if the idea of liking somebody in real life, in showing interest in getting a connection, is getting in the way of yeah. uh, those physical cues coming through. I think this is why people love apps, right? There are a lot of apps on which if you want to bang, you're going to bang and there's no like flirting and cutesy and whatever about it. Is it super romantic? Not necessarily. Is that what you want? I don't know. But it is a way to get through that weird questioning point of closing the deal if that's your goal. Let us know. I want this to be a part two. Okay, good. Give us some more info. We'll invite Joanna back. For 2020. For 2020 to like really delve into the mystery of your, as you say, V-bomb. Yeah. I think that's what you, why you were calling her V. Well, now I'm going to fucking look and see what her name is. <laughs> it might be, Stand though. By. Sometimes people like to well, sign there was off. was a Veronica. Right. But sometimes people sign no, off. It wasn't V. It was N. <laughs> there you go. There. See? Yeah. Um, but it was because there were so many instances V's. of V-bombs. Okay, thanks. Thank you, Duanna, for closing out 2019 with us. Yeah. And happy, oh my God, happy holidays and happy Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Um, continue to send us your comments and um, questions to, to Sasha at LaneyGossip.com. And subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.